Greetings, this is DJ Real. Welcome to another episode of Real Understanding Podcast, where we discuss things that may or may not be taboo. And continuing on with the Love Law series, I wanted to talk about uh, this is a subject that has been bubbling up in the manosphere or social media. Um, and it was something that was a viral video that went uh, viral. Uh, may have been a week ago, but it's still uh, bubbling now, and it sparked a conversation. And I think this conversation is something that needs to be uh, discussed between men and women. And this uh, person, I think his name was uh, Kevin Samuels. He was a he's a image consultant, and he interviewed uh well he was uh doing a show his youtube show and someone called in and asked his advice and of course his response eventually became viral uh when snippets of it uh was released and it made it seem like he was being mean and insensitive what have you but it was all centered around high value men and women or, you know, seeking, uh, you know, what type of relationships we seek, what, what standards and, and, you know, requirements that we seek from another person. And you have this thing where a lot of people, uh, let's say you want, you have a, a females that want a man, you know, tall, handsome, you know, six figure salary or more rich, basically. Um, can take care of them and all of that. So that's, you know, it's typical. I mean, I think most people want a reliable partner, but I think uh, what you have being promoted are the extremes of things where, you know, like with men, they might want to, you know, a model, you know, that cooks and cleans and do everything, you know, uh, this fantasy it's almost like a fantasy, not to say that those people don't exist, but for the vast majority of people, I would say the, the masses, is more than likely you're going to find someone in the middle somewhere. You know, I, I don't think you're going to, you know, there's always that, that fatal flaw with people. If they, you know, extremely attractive, it might be some other fatal flaw in the mix that's a deal breaker. I mean, it always seemed to be that way, but... But I just wanted to, you know, kind of talk about uh, or just just share my opinion on this whole notion of standards in relationships. And you need standards. But I think where standards start would be with your own self. Like, what are your standards for you? And I think once you establish that, you go a long way in knowing what you want from another person. And I think uh, a lot of times, in a lot of cases, you have people that may have shortcomings and they're looking for people to, you know, fill that gap, that void or what have you. And of course, that other person coming into a situation filling a void that they don't know that they're filling or supposed to be filling and then when they can't fill that void it's disappointment and it caused contention between the two and 
the other party may not know like you know why what's going on here all i know is we're not getting along anymore and it's really because that person who attempting to fill a void with another person with a relationship you know they find themselves like they still have that void there this person's not filling it for them so it's like okay i'm i'm x to the next you're you're over i'm i'm we need to break up because you're not filling the void. And I think that's what's really going on. People not filling voids. And the void supposed to be filled not by another person, but by work that you do on self. And but but the reaction, this this particular video that um, so many other um, social media people are doing videos about the video. Uh, but it is something to be said how it caught on and it's it hit a nerve it, i could tell it did strike a nerve that that is not that is seldom struck you know we talk about different issues with each other but we really don't talk about our fantasies and our some of our standards are in the fantasical it's very fanciful. It's, 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 you know, we're very vivid imaginations and we fed a lot of fantasy, you know, and I think a lot of people are disconnected from a reality, like of how things really are. Like, what is the hard data on, you know, the population out here? You know, I, I used to wonder, like, okay, I, I hear. You know, women, I, I heard women say this a lot about, you know, men must make six figures or must have all of this, these resources. And I just look around. There's a lot of people out of work. There's a lot of people that have lack of resources. So what do they do? And and, and part of my uh, research when I was, you know, doing my research on the documentary of Love Loss which I still want to make this this documentary, but I was finding, you know, you have to look at classes of people in this country. Um, and I hate to say classes, but there is a hidden class system. You know, you got the wealthy, you have the uber wealthy, you have the middle class, you have the poor. Then you got people just drop down in the very bottom, like homelessness, and they're this they're the extreme poor now everybody have a urge a primal urge to want to be with somebody that is a human thing and if our economic circumstances put us in a position where we find ourselves you know in lack you know we don't have a place to stay adequate housing adequate income adequate food or medical care and all of this we don't have the basics so usually in those situations you're in survival mode so anybody you meet in that sphere in your uh on your level you know it's going to be survival mode and it's going to be more of a come up how can i get up out of this you know but you still you have a primal urge to want to be together same with the uber rich, you know, on the other extreme. I don't know anybody that's in the top 1% or half percent, you know, uber, you know, billionaires, you know, how they 
uh, you know, do their relationships. Uh, A lot of them are married. You know, they might marry someone. I don't know the extreme. I, I want to interview and get the data on those. But just looking at the data, I'm in the middle. So I know more about the middle. You know, I work, you know, most working people, uh, you know, we have bills, we have, you know, expenses and things that we, you know, preparing for retirement and things like that. And you, a lot of us are in the middle where we're looking for partnerships. Now you have the traditional relationship where the man is the provider, provide 100% of all the bills and then the woman is to stay at home, take care of the house and kids. And that is the traditional role of gender roles, I, I should say. So you still have a segment of people that want that. But I know the cost of living, making it to where it's hard to be able to do that, to be the sole breadwinner. And something I was thinking about, and it's, it's one of the tenets of capitalism, um, you know, and you can find this information if you ever pick up a book like uh, The Wealth of Nations. And that's where I found this information, um, which Adam Smith is a architect of capitalism. Uh, but it is it, it states in there that, you know, basically it's, it's a book written written to the class of people that would be, let's say, landlords or um, let's say the nobles or people that would with resources. So they they would say that you would want to be the only hand that uh, you you would be the only source of income. You know you want you want the population to be totally dependent upon you, and and that is for reasons of control. It it, it, it I'm not being verbatim. But it's, it's, that's the gist of it. <clears throat> you know, um, you, would, you have to have complete uh, control over paying for everything. And so that trickles down into the relationship where the man, if you're going to be the man of the house, you would pay for everything 100%. And that way you control more. You would be able to control um, the household because it's like you're the hand that feeds the house and they always say don't bite the hand that feeds you so in that regard I think that's why you have uh, people that want to be 100% like I pay 100% of the bills is my money that's paying for everything um, your job is to be home and, and basically give me children or what have you now of course you got people uh, in modern times, you know, women make money, you know, since that's what you're doing, you're going out to make money, you're not being a laborer to make the money, you know, you could be a lawyer or a doctor or a CPA or business owner, you know, so men or women can do that. So now, of course, women can be the breadwinners. So what happens in those cases? So now, of course, now we see a lot of those uh, women in those cases, a lot of them are single. Some of them are not, but I think a, a good amount are enough are, are single to where they complain about it. You hear this complaint. And then you hear the men who make the money 
they can't find anybody because they got, you know, women who making money too. So that means they don't really need them. Uh, so that kind of defeats that just like with capitalism, they didn't like what they call the country gentleman. And, and the country gentleman in that case is a self-sufficient person. And they could, they didn't really need the money. They could do everything themselves. They didn't really need money to get along. They bartered, you know, with other uh, rural people, you know, they they was um, they knew how to do some of everything, a little of everything. They're pretty good at pretty much a lot of things. So they didn't really need to to be uh, leaning on a hand to feed them. So they was very independent. So independence is a threat to capitalism as a core at the core. Like if everybody was independent. You wouldn't have anybody that need anything. It was no control mechanisms would be, you know, kind of disrupted. And I think that's the same that's happening on a micro scale in a relationship. I mean, you got that dynamic. If you have, you know, the independent woman who don't really need the man to do anything financially. So they just live in their life. And then you have the man who making his money. He living his life, but that primal urge again, you want to be together. It's, it's an urge to want to be together. Now, of course, um, you know, both parties will find people that they claim that they date below their station uh, with people that don't make as much money. Then there's a complaint about that. Uh, there's, you know, we might have uh, men who might be intimidated in a situation where a woman making more money than them. You know, a lot of this stuff come to play uh, because of the way the economy is. So that makes a, that plays a big part. And I think a lot of people not even looking at it like that. They just look at it. Well, you need to do better. Or they looking at, you know, there's not enough marriageable men. And I think this crosses racial, cultural lines. This is not, nothing to do with um, any particular group but I think on a class level is very significant and there's something to think about but this conversation um, you know basically is going on and people I think are missing the opportunity to really examine themselves and, and come to terms with the reality of not everybody is wealthy, not everybody, um, you know, have, you know, six or seven or eight figure incomes, you know, although they push, you know, push this on popular media, you know, and in, in movies and, you know, we see this in this fairytale life, you know, there are people that, you know, living the dream and there are people that look like they're rich but they're not, they're struggling, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, that is something that we see the disappointment and disillusion when it comes to who's available, and, you know, um, who, you know, and it was something this guy said that I think that's what stirred everybody up is when he told a young lady that um, she will die alone. And that's like, harsh and people like oh that's harsh but it's a lot of people a lot of older ladies because ladies outlive men you 
know, in general. And a lot of them will end up dying, especially if you never had children, you know, and you might end up dying alone. And But my thing is, you don't have to. You can set things up to where you, you know, you have a contingency plan because we are going to get older, you know, and, and we don't, nobody wants to, you know, die technically alone. I mean, but technically you're born alone, die alone. You know, that's basically what happened. But have family and loved ones around you to take care of you in your old age. Or I think that is something people want. They want companionship in the, uh, in the time of their life where it is the most um, necessary. You know, you might get to where you can't walk or different things might can happen. And you want to have that person there. You know, you don't, nobody want to be a burden to nobody else, but... You know, you want to have that that significant other, and you want to be able to enjoy life with another person. But I think where we're missing the mark is our. Some of it is delusion, as far as our standards that we're looking for, and we have to really examine ourselves. Like, is what I'm looking for is is realistic? What's the facts? What's the data? Or how many people are out there that fits this profile? You know, you know what? Who are you attracting? You know, because I think most people, you know, water seeks its own level, as they say. So you have, you know, if you you have a, a person that you or people that you have coming into your circle, uh, they would fit. You know, you attract like, like attracts like. So I think that's something that everybody you know need to remember now of course you can change your image you can upgrade yourself and of course when you do that you will treat you attract a higher caliber of person on that level but i think it's most important to be yourself be the best version of yourself but be yourself and that way you you, you authentic you meet someone that's authentically connecting with you you know I don't have all the answers but my 49 years here I'm learning a lot and and a lot of these conversations on the internet is exposing a lot of underlying problems and I think that is one but uh, anybody you know haven't seen it you know you do a google search on Kevin Samuels and you'll see some of his stuff and, and the guy speaks a, a truth on so much and of course his platform is uh, mostly dealing with image the image he's an image consultant so it's the image of things and I do know especially here in the west perception is everything you know way things look on the outside and that that sets that impression and that is that's something that is true people don't see the content of your character they have to experience that and I think that's what you know slowing a lot of progress up too because you got have a lot of things are phony it looks really good on the outside until you get it and you, you feel like you've been sold a bad bill of goods but I think it's very important for us to be realistic and look at more data uh, this is in. I'm going to end it here and I'll visit, revisit this again. But I thank you for tuning in. 
please like, share, subscribe. I want to do these more often. And, uh, you know, when I find my time, I'm trying to get on board with this podcasting. Uh, I really like sharing my, my thoughts on things. But I hope you guys are having a beautiful day. And 2020 is almost out of here. But I would say see you next time. And, uh, you know, just enjoy your life. Peace.